Do you want to hear my Ariana Grande impression? Yeah, please. Oh. That was great. Thank you so much. My voice is completely shot, but I thought I'd give it a try. Yeah, I you was trying new things. You sound inc- you sound very like uh, <laughs> you've been smoking for a very long time. Uh-huh. Very lounge singer. Like kind of cool though, right? Yeah, like very cool. Like kind of like Parker Posey-y. You know what Ooh, I mean? Where you get okay, that Christopher like- Guest, call me up. I guess I'll be in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you blew out your voice yelling at the Ariana Grande concert? I blew out my voice because I talked for five days straight. Okay. Uh, because I went on a road trip uh, with my best friend, Megan, moving her to New York. Uh-huh. Um, and we talked the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I did see Ariana Grande at Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of sealed the deal. So Josh, I've been chugging tea all day, but... This is as good as it's going to get for this pod. Yep. And it's only going to get worse as we go through Ooh, it. Well, as you can see, I'm sitting here by a, just a tub full of honey. It's and true. I'm eating it like a, who's that bear that loves it? Yogi? Yeah. Every bear. Every bear Yogi loves honey. Yogi likes picnic baskets. Yeah. Picnic baskets. Winnie. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Not my scene, but yeah. Um, <laughs> not your scene? Not my scene. I look like Winnie the Pooh. You don't. Well, I mean, jar of honey. I'm wearing this little red crop top and no pants. And no pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk to you about the sincere topics of the day. Ooh, you make us sound like we're uh, kind of cool reporters. Yeah, or that we prepared anything. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Or that this isn't the night before this episode needs to come out <laughs> because our okay, schedule didn't work. I would say most topical episode. It's Yeah. This is, listeners, you're going to get the closest between... Are what we're talking about and when this came out ever. Yeah. Don't expect it again. Never. But we're going to make some jokes that only apply to the next 12 hours. Ooh, let's do it. The, this week's topic is 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But Josh, what is this week's topic? This week's topic is pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. Is that a... Did you ever see that YouTube video? No. What is oh that? Oh my God. I'll post it later for everybody. As longtime listeners may know, we... Both live in Chicago. Greatest city in the world. It's a great city. Greatest city. Say it. Greatest city. Thank you. Worstest pizza. What if you just heard a shatter as I threw this tub of honey against the wall? It's not really pizza. So Chicago style pizza uh, is deep dish. A deep dish pizza. Deep. Get in the Nissan. Drive to the pizza place. <laughs> that there. Let's get some uh, pizza before the Bears game. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. Thank you. I'm not from here. You would have would have shocked me. <laughs> so, Chicago style pizza is a whole to do. It's a for people who aren't in Chicago. It takes maybe 45 minutes to make oh just my to God. bake on all the way through day. on a good That's day. That's there's no one ahead of you. Chicago style pizza is an entire afternoon. And by that, I mean you're both waiting for the pizza and then it sticks with you for the Digesting entire afternoon. It. Yes, yes, yes. And also, you know that thing where you can easily carry a pizza box? Yes, definitely. Not in this case. No. It weighs 50 to 60 pounds. Yeah, you could make a house out of Lou Malnati's pizza. Absolutely. It is three to four inches thick. Mm-hmm. Covered in cheese. Covered in butter. Covered in butter. Great. 
Super delicious. Super delicious. Super delicious in that one moment. It's like one of it, it. I'm trying to think of another example of this where it's a thing where you're like, ah, God, I know what this is gonna do to me, and then in the moment. It's just beautiful and wonderful and rapturous. And, and for then, those few moments, you swear we were infinite. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then as soon as you're done, you're like, oh, no, what did I do to myself? Okay, mine is McFlurries from McDonald's. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, because I should also mention at the top of this episode, I am straight up allergic to dairy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not stopping me. Yeah. See, but I'm, I am. I'm lightly lactose intolerant. Cheese is generally okay for me. Um, so pizza tends to still be in that wheelhouse. But I am definitely, uh, if I have too much pizza, it's not good for anyone. It sounds like you're worse off than me. Yes, yes. I'll die. Oh, good. No, no, no. I will not die. But I will be very sick for several days. But mm-hmm. not like bedridden, you know, so... I can, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Josh, I think an important thing to kind of know about Deep Dish is if you live in Chicago, really me, uh, this goes for me and everybody I know. So maybe there's, maybe that's this, maybe I only know the minority here, but um, you only eat Deep Dish when somebody is coming into town to visit. 100%. You eat, if I can amend that for one moment. Sure. You only eat deep dish pizza within your first month in Chicago uh-huh. and then not again until someone comes <laughs> in from out of town. Yes. It's like a museum. It's like the Art uh-huh. Institute is the same thing. I went right when I first came here because I was like, I want to see American Gothic and Nighthawks. Sure. I'm, a big Amer- I'm a big painting nerd. <laughs> and then I didn't go for another like, I don't know, three years, something like that. But I came, I went when my parents came you to checked town. it off the old chicago bucket list yes exactly sure can i say a hot take that's going to make you so mad at me try me i don't think i like art museums do you like art i mean yeah okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i mean art museums are like cool and you'll see some cool things and i love the fact that they're air conditioned a lot of times uh-huh. but there's just so many plaques uh-huh. And you just have to read so much. Do you wait, are you someone who reads every plaque? No, I'm not reading every plaque, but like sometimes you just walk into a room and you're like, all of these things look boring. And I'm sure. <laughs> and then you go to the plaque and you're like, well, maybe if I read this, it won't be boring. And then you read the pat plaque and it's like, Henrik von Henriksen thought he might give drawing a cup a try. And then we all have to look at this goddamn cup that they paid $15,000 for. And then look, I'm not saying I don't like art. Uh-huh. I like art. There's good art out there. Uh-huh. But, you know, sometimes things should just go in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a hot take. <laughs> we're, I guess we're being earnest here. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable because... You're like kind of railing against any kind of like any kind of economic compensation that artists could get. <laughs> You're like, I like art, but no one should pay for it. No, 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 you no. You can no. make art can if I you want to make. Can I amend this? Yeah, please. I will say that like, um, so this weekend I went to an art museum. Okay. Thank you. Which one? I went to the Brooklyn Museum. Ooh. And on the like. Like the kind of the modern stuff, like there was this really cool exhibit about Stonewall and there mm-hmm. was like, um, there's like the, the feminist art centers in there and that was all really amazing. Mm-hmm. But then like the first 40 floors are just like, you know, I just don't care. There was just like, it was about like lithographs from like the 1800s and I'm sure it was great if I read it, but 
but it was boring. I'm digging myself into a hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not like bad, but it is uh, boring. Sure. 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 I guess I can understand that take. I definitely thought museums were super boring when I was younger. It was like, I can go see impressionist paintings because I studied them in school and everything else is hot trash. Yeah. I'm like, why would I want to look at that? And then maybe sometimes people would be naked and I'd be, you know, 12 and like there'd be boobs in a painting. And sure. I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> Have to oh like God. go tell go tell someone. Yeah. <laughs> be like, No, please. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, the docent's looking at me. <laughs> Can I can I be really vulnerable and tell you a secret? Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> so when I was a kid, probably like first grade, uh-huh. maybe kindergarten, we had to draw these huge rabbits. Like we got these huge rabbit cutouts. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, because I was kind of like chatty. So there's like a bunch of kids gathered you, around mine. You talked? <laughs> you, and there was a bunch of You kids. lost your voice because you talked straight <laughs> for five days? There was a bunch of kids gathered around me as I was like coloring my rabbit. And I thought it'd be really funny to give the rabbit a chest uh-huh. <laughs> and it got a pretty big laugh <laughs> and I felt so much shame that for years whenever I saw that rabbit I would like get hot in the face and I couldn't look at it because I was like this is the worst thing I've ever done wait was it forever like no was... I colored over it okay. like immediately but then in my head I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh Paula but that's also when you started realizing you wanted to be a comedian right I wish I could tell you that was the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the moment is when I realized I spent so much money on improv classes that that there's no way back. (laughs) There's no way back. I think that that's beautiful, though, because in some ways I know that you're feeling shame about it. But the true art here is that only you know that there are boobs underneath (laughs) that rabbit. And that's the beautiful art of it. It's like the idea of making a diorama. I was talking to a friend about this the other day that they needed to make like a sugar cube pyramid mm-hmm. kind of thing for a class. And they got too sidetracked and ended up doing it all night because they made, uh, they were just making too many passages and secret rooms inside of it that no one would ever see. Just for them? Just for them. That's really cute. Yeah. That's really charming. But yeah, that's what it's like eating Chicago pizza. Yeah. It's like going to an art museum where the first few floors are from the 1800s in Europe and they're boring. And then, and then it's really good. And then you're like, oh, my back hurts. Oh, God. <laughs> Paula, what is your favorite bad pizza brand? So we're defining bad pizza brand as like a popular pizza. Yes, like a popular franchised chain of pizza. Okay. Wow. Do I have a lot of thoughts about this? Buckle up, buddy. Okay. Um, first off, I don't hate a Domino's. I love Domino's. And the reason I don't hate a Domino's, two words, pizza tracker. The fucking pizza tracker and pizza points. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, pizza tracker is amazing because if you order, you can see the status of your pizza. And that is like the little bit of control I'm looking for in this world. Have you changed the uh, the skin on the or the theme on the pizza tracker before? Oh yes, oh yes, I've done it to the the romance novel one. Oh, I do the um the like hardcore heavy metal Metallica one a lot of the time where they're like, "Your pizza's ready. <laughs> it's going. It's getting a quality check by Ramon." What would be the weirdest? What would be the weirdest skin for the pizza tracker? Like, what would be the weirdest theme for the pizza tracker? Jane Austen novels. I mean, there's romance novels. I know. Um, okay, fair. That's just a sister. Okay, what if the theme was Little Caesars? 
<laughs> yeah, it was Roman. <laughs> so it's like just <laughs> close enough to all the other. <laughs> and it goes pizza pie, pizza pie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what what would another one be? Oh, what about um whatever <laughs> the theme was one was um failing a food inspection. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, John is putting your pizza in the rat infested pizza box. <laughs> What about if it was workout themed? Oh. So it was like, like, hell yeah, great rep. <laughs> Jimmy's just put your pizza in the oven. <laughs> Feel the burn. <laughs> Heartburn. Um, <laughs> what if it was just insults? Like really personal insults. So have you ever been to a restaurant where the wait staff insults you? No, and that does sound like my nightmare because uh, it makes me want to cry. Sure, Just the sure. thought of it. But have you been to one? I have been to one in Boston. <gasps> was it? Much um, what is it called? What is it called? There's like a chain. You wear like the yeah, little hat. Yeah, you wear a hat, and it's like a little paper whatever. I went again when one of my parents' friends were in town, and they wanted to do a touristy thing when I was growing up, and so we went into Boston and did it. Dick's Last Resort? Maybe it could have been a Dick's Last Resort. I don't think there's I'm going to be able to remember it. There's a whole article on Thrillist called Restaurants Where They Are Rude to You. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Society needs to look at itself. <laughs> but yeah, I like the idea of like, we have a working model <laughs> where people are mean to customers and people seem to like that. How do we scale it? Pizza tracker. <laughs> we can get to hundreds and thousands hey, of Hey, you people. little shithead. We just put your pizza in the oven. <laughs> okay, dickhead. <laughs> sure. You want the roasted red peppers? You're too good for the green bell peppers, you little punk. <laughs> Dumb shirt, jackass. <laughs> um, wait, Josh, what did they say to you at this mysterious uh, paper hat mean to you restaurant? I don't really have a good story for this. I just remember them being being told that they were going to be mean. And then once we were in there, I think because we were children, they were not mean <laughs> to anyone in our party. Because I was like 10. My brother was 7. So I don't think they were like, I'm going to step on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to one of those. I mean, I'd imagine... Wow, I have I have two thoughts on this. I've never been to one of those. I imagine that they are probably like um like a lovable mean to you. Or I mean, are you walking in and they just like spit oh, on you and they're like Yeah, they're probably negging you, right? Right? That's probably the level of it. I think so. Tell me what you think negging means. You'd be like cuz I I know what negging means. Yeah, so <laughs> negging is a very terrible tactic made by one of those like alpha male books or whatever like pick up chicks kind of books um and so the idea is that you will give uh <laughs> that you kind of insult the person that you are trying to pick up mm. in order to make them feel like they want to that you're they like get frustrated with you but want you to like them and so when you do end up complimenting them later they feel like they've accomplished something Wow. Yeah. Something of like a backhanded compliment being like, like, wow, I really didn't think that you would be able to pull off that dress. You don't think I'm pulling off this dress? No, you're pulling off this dress. This Thank you so much. This isn't an improv. Um, I'm giving you an example. Is, um, that is different than what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. 
but I like what that did one you too. think negging was? I thought it was that thing that you do in home ec where you like raise an egg like a child for a weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if it breaks, why would you do that at a restaurant <laughs> when people were insulting you? Okay, that's a fun. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of like the American, you know, the American Girl store has restaurants. Yeah. And if you go, you can get um, an American Girl doll that you can borrow for the meal. Uh-huh. It's like that, but an egg. <laughs> because in your regular life, you're keeping an egg. I like the idea of at the end of your meal, they're like, all right, <laughs> we're going to run your credit card. But if you can keep this egg alive for 48 <laughs> hours and you can come back and it's intact and we inspect it and it looks good, meal's free. Oh, meals free. I was thinking you were going to say 10% off. I was going to say free, but maybe we make it two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> you, you keep it alive for two weeks, but you have to keep it with you at all times. Yeah, you have to carry it in like a little bassinet. Yeah. I don't know anyone that has ever done that egg thing in class. No, me neither. I mean, I think it's a. It's definitely something that is a trope of like middle school, high school. Yeah, yeah. It movies. feels like every single TV show, kids show growing up, that was a thing that they had to do. That or a sack of flour. Yes. Uh, we did have a parenting class at my school uh, where you had a baby that would start crying. Oh, good. Yeah. You had a parenting class? Yes, yes, yes. We had a parenting class. And the, I mean, I didn't take it. So, you know, I was busy. What classes were I taking? I was a teacher's assistant. And there's 15 children in your home that you're not doing anything with. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's not a good joke. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't get it, but I liked it. I, my joke was that you've had a bunch of kids. And oh, you're doing yes. That thing wait, wait, wait. Let's try it again. <laughs> that explains why you've been neglecting all your children and they're just sitting in your home. I don't get this. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, there was a parenting class and the doll was uh, set up so it would start crying and you wouldn't have it the whole semester. You'd have it for like a week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like if you had, like if you um, wanted to go to like the basketball game that night, you had to bring the baby. And if you wanted to like go somewhere, you had to have somebody like hold it. Wow. Crazy, right? That's pretty crazy. I also love dominoes. I basically <laughs> kept the Providence, Rhode Island dominoes afloat. Oh, yeah. During my junior and senior years of college. Okay. Because I ordered... I basically only ate cheeseburgers and Domino's in college. And I'm like, I like food. I am not a picky eater in a lot of different ways. But just like the convenience. Of Did you the, live by them? No, I ordered delivery. It just happened a lot. We had a lot of their $5.99 deal. Where if you get two or more of the like $5.99 type stuff, mm -hmm. you can get a lot of food for the week. If you oh, get a yes. couple of those. Yes, yes, yes. You can stack those coupons there. Right, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then you get pizza points and you get free pizzas. That's what you can exchange them for? Yeah. Okay, so That's it's not the only like you can only pizza points only work as a monetary <laughs> thing at Domino's. You they're not like um they're not like a currency accepted in Providence Town. Pro Providence? Providence Town. Providence Providence Town is another town, also in New England. Okay, I was in the right region. Yes, you were great. Uh, but it's not the type of currency accepted in Providence. No. You can't no, no, like no, no, go no. to Kohl's and be like, <laughs> I have some pizza jeans. points. <laughs> I have some pizza points. And they're like, the jeans are yours, sir. <laughs> Please take these Levi's. I think it's important that we talk about maybe the greatest lovers of pizza of all time. My old neighbor, Drew. <laughs> Possibly. Was he... I don't know if I had an old neighbor named Drew. I think I did at one time. Is Drew the other 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's uh, Michelangelo, Mike, Raphael, Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah, Amer- yeah exactly. <laughs> were you he a- wasn't a painter. He was an explorer. Oh, they're were all, they all painters? They're all pa- Paula, you don't like art. Paula, you don't like art. And I you like tell, art. And you I tell, like no, art. art. Yeah, I'm just saying that a pencil drawing on paper, that's a trash. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trash. No. That's a garbage. <laughs> no. Paula, they're all Renaissance painters. Okay. Look, I love that for them. <laughs> they love skateboards, pizza, and humanistic art. Uh, <laughs> Neoclassical art. Were their friends humans? Were their lovers humans or turtles? Okay, so this is a really good question here. Yeah. So I do want to, I will say I don't. No Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well as some other people. Know I love that we're wandering into this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles super fans. So here's... I literally thought one's name was Vespucci. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the right language. They knew of each origin. other. Yeah. All right, let me just pull this up real fast. I don't want to say something wrong. So give me one second. All right. So here's what our friends at Wikipedia tell us. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, often shortened to TMNT or Ninja Turtles, are four fictional teenaged anthropomorphic turtles named after Italian Renaissance artists. And one explorer. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were trained by their anthropomorphic rat sensei in the art of ninjutsu. Okay. From their home in the city, from their home in the sewers of New York City, mm-hmm. they battle petty criminals evil overlords, mutated creatures, and alien invaders while attempting to remain hidden from society. But what type of species did they hook up with? I want to know who they're kissing. Sure. Like, are they kissing other turtles or are they kissing human beings? I don't know for a fact, but I don't think there's anyone else like them. I don't think they... I argue... So humans. Yeah, I think it's humans. Because, like, Megan Fox was in one of the movies, and it feels like that would be a missed... As a turtle girl? No, as a human girl. Human woman. (sighs) So, a couple things here that you're bringing up about this. Um, one, their species can't go on because they. I assume that as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and that they are all, uh, their sex is all male, mm-hmm. that they can't procreate. So, they're the last of their species. Okay. Unless they mutate other turtles. Oh, maybe it's like to- a vampire thing. You know, like um, how like a vampire, like in Twilight, you know, you have to bite a human in a certain way and they become a vampire. Yes. Only from Twilight. Maybe that's the only, that's the only fiction of vampires. No one else has come up with vampires. Maybe you get that, uh, that, that rat king to turn him into a turtle. I Googled to see if I could find an answer. Uh, did Ninja Turtles kiss human? And I would say, don't Google that. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that's probably a very specific corner of porn on the internet. Wow. Um, I know that I was a big Chipmunks fan. Like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Sure. Which are famously the cousins of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the, um, the Chipmunks kissed humans yeah. until the Chipettes came out. Sure. But even then, you know. Yeah. So they kind of lived in a world where like, you know, they were among us. We were among them. Everyone's yeah, kissing. Totally. Um, on yeah. this vein as well, the B movie mm-hmm. 
starring Jerry Seinfeld's voice. Your legitimate favorite movie? I don't think it's my favorite movie. I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. Sure. Um, is it Renee Zellweger who's the voice of the that woman? That sounds right to me, and I don't want to live in a world where that's not the answer. Yeah, but like Renee Zellweger's human character and Jerry Seinfeld's B character were they were they were bumping, right? Really? I mean, there's like a tension there. There's a real tension there. Oh, God. I mean, if it's good enough for Renee Zellweger and, and Jerry Seinfeld, it's good enough for the Ninja Turtles. So I have a, a backup question to this, or a follow-up question, I okay. should say. Okay, a backup question. <laughs> I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are mutated because they got exposed to like radioactive sludge or something like that. Like that's So they the, were once humans? No, they were once turtles. Oh, okay. And then okay, they took that on... would be so fucked up if they were once humans. <laughs> and then they became... <laughs> And then they were sent to the sewers. Yeah, right, right. Um, if you kiss a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle... Oh. Are you at, A, like you said, at risk of becoming a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, or B, at risk of dying of radiation or some other, like, terrible disease? I would love to take a Geiger counter to these boys. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah, please. What was their deal? Did they fight crime? Yeah, they they just kind of eat pizza and you they know. ate pizza, fought crime, said cowabunga, and then uh, got trained by a rat <laughs> named Master Splinter, and then had to defeat an evil war uh, crime lord in New York called Shredder. Um, can you imagine? Okay, close your eyes for a second. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Picture we live in a world where all superheroes exist. Yeah, sure. And you're like, oh, sick superhero time and like that town has Superman and that town has Wonder Woman and that town has Spider-Man and we've got four teenage turtles who love to skateboard (laughs) and love pizza (laughs) guess what time it is Small Town Festival. Is that our theme song now? Do you like it? I do like it. I'm trying out some new things. Um, it is a segment, Small Town Festival, where we talk about small, small town, town festivals. festivals. And how earnest they are. Yes, and I have a doozy for you. Oh, wow. Hit me with it. And this is kind of a special one because it is a small town festival that I went to uh, several times growing up. Mm-hmm. And it is called the Wabasha, Minnesota Grumpy Old Men Festival. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't Grumpy Old Men already had a festival for the last 2,000 years? (laughs) Are you familiar with the movie Grumpy Old Men? No, I don't know what that is. You're not familiar with the movie Grumpy Old Men? I just thought this was a... a Something that was organized oh. by a bunch of grumpy old men. So this being gets like, even weirder for you. Today, once a year, everyone stays off my lawn. No, no, no. <laughs> there is a movie called Grumpy Old Men that came out in 1993, uh-huh. and I loved it uh-huh. as a kid. And um, I guess I'll just read you this little bit of a plot. Yeah, please, please, please. So John Gustafson, Jack Lemon, and Max Goldman, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau? Yes, they're beloved comedy duo are two curmudgeonly neighbors who have been at each other's throats for years. The rivalry of the former friends intensifies when Ariel, played by Anne Margaret, comes along and provides a love interest for both of them. When Max finds out that John is experiencing family troubles and financial ruin, however, he steps in to help. Their bond is further cemented when John has a health scare and Max makes the ultimate sacrifice for his friend. And then... 
there's a Grumpy Old Men 2 where the love interest is Sophia Loren. <laughs> Literally like the most gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous women of all time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, and it was filmed or part of it was filmed in Wabasha, Minnesota. Uh-huh. Um, and so every year there is a little festival called the Grumpy Old Men Festival uh, during February um, to kind of celebrate its heritage. Yeah, the the one time of year I definitely want to go to Minnesota is February. Uh, well, would you like to hear a little bit about it? Yeah, please hit me with the agenda. So it is really known for um, the annual Grumpy Plunge. Gross. That sounds so gross. When, I bet. It, are they jumping in water when it's cold they're outside? They're jumping in water when it's cold outside. Grumpy Plunge sounds like a terrible urban dictionary thing where you're like, ha ha ha. And then you look at him, you're like, oh God, I'm scarred for life. Yeah. Um, but that's not all the Grumpy Old Man Festival, Grumpy Old Men Festival has to offer. Mm-hmm. And you're probably looking at me thinking, is that it? No, that's not it. We're kicking this off the week before with bingo. <laughs> <laughs> then on that Thursday, we're really kicking it off with the annual History of the Grumpy Old Men movies at the library. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then the the festival kind of goes on from there. Um, There's a movie showing, of course. Uh Um, There is something called an outdoor enthusiast storyteller. Is that just... um, I I don't want to know anything about that because what I want that to be is they do a showing of the movie and Mm -hmm. the outdoor enthusiast storyteller is... A one-man show of <laughs> Grumpy Old Man. And he's not good at it. Then he's like, and then Walter Matthau goes, hello there, Sonny. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and then Saturday, which is really the day that this is happening. Yeah, sure. You've got a day full of ice fishing. Another four straight hours of bingo. A hot dish luncheon. <laughs> a spaghetti feed. And several DJs. <laughs> How? Uh, okay. Um, yes. Do any of those events happen within the movie? Was it Grumpy Old Men? Um, you know, I mean, it's Minnesota, so I'm sure they eat a hot dish somewhere in there. <laughs> what is what is a hot dish? A hot dish is a casserole. Oh, mm-hmm. got it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Sunday, there's another movie showing, but um, it is not of Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> oh, do they find something like similar, like wild hogs or whatever they just find another movie that stars grumpy old that where the plot is basically like we're grumpy and we're old and we're friends and it's gonna be a buddy movie hooking up with sophia loren (laughs) so paula can i let you in on a little secret yes please tell him there's no mic here tell me anything yeah well you've shared a lot of secrets i just wanted to also share they pour out of me like lava (laughs) so i did not like pizza growing up what i was a child who didn't like pizza sorry there's something wrong with my ears i thought you said like you were a weird little alien thing that's basically how people treated me i didn't like pizza growing up that is a terrible time to not like pizza because i feel like kids are constantly being exposed to pizza. Yeah, so this is the problem is I have had a very small window of enjoying pizza because I didn't like pizza growing up and then I was like, oh, this is dumb. I do actually like pizza. And now, because I'm slightly lactose intolerant and I'm also not 
you know, a teenager or an early 20s person again, pizza destroys me from oh the inside out. So, like, I really narrowed the window oh, in the Josh. amount of pizza that I could have. Um, What age did you start liking pizza again? Maybe, like, 12. That's pretty like old. That. Yeah. I remember going to birthday parties and there being pizza and me being like, oh, well. What was it about? Did you not like tomato? It was the tomato sauce. There I you think go. is what it was. It was I didn't really like the tomato sauce. Um, that really sucks because I feel like childhood in America in the nineties yeah. was defined by two things. Mm-hmm. That would be classroom pizza parties that you would get for little, you know, as a little reward. Yep. And cafeteria pizza. Yep. Yep, yep. And I would put a third, if I may so dare. Let me see. Lunchables. Oh, yes, I love those. Yeah, which in hindsight those lunchables pizzas quote-unquote pizzas i'm putting enormous square scare quotes on this just like terrifying it was like you're putting marinara on a cracker was basically terrifying what was. not at all nutritious <laughs> yeah did not fill you up and you would i would spend so much time carefully making them yeah um that sucks josh i didn't like it i didn't really like it but but i will say with cafeteria pizza I would sometimes get it in order to get the stuffed crust. You had stuffed crust cafeteria pizza? We had stuffed crust pizza at school. You're looking at me saying you had stuffed... Where did you go? To the Ritz? (laughs) Was the Ritz your elementary school? Yeah, I went to Fancy Prancy Boy (laughs) Elementary. What are you talking about that you had stuffed crust pizza? Where we wear short short shorts and ties. (laughs) And we're bred the right way. (laughs) I didn't. I went to McCarthy Town Elementary in Acton, Massachusetts. It was very hippie. Okay. We named, uh, we called our teachers by the first names. Oh. Um, tell me about this stuffed crust pizza. I mean, is it? I just remember being like, I love mozzarella sticks. <laughs> um, we did not have that. We had the crappy uh, rectangle pizza that was so thin. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then every Friday, every other Friday, we would have Italian dunkers. Or as they say in Minnesota, Italian dunkers. <laughs> what are... Italian dunkers. Thank you so much for asking. Um, wow, now that I'm thinking about it, we had so many different pizza variants. So Italian dunkers uh, were kind of the leftover of the week. Got it. So they would take hot dog buns and then put cheese on them and tomato sauce. Nope, no tomato sauce. Just hot dog buns and cheese. Hot dog buns and cheese and maybe a little bit of butter and then they'd send that through the oven and then you would get a little cup of marinara and you would dunk it and eat it. Jesus Christ. I know, Minnesota. I can't believe that they what they let us eat um, at but school. That was nothing compared to the monstrosity I'm about to tell you about. Okay, please tell me. We had a little thing that we would go absolutely bananas for. Mm-hmm. We probably had it every other week or so. Every other Called... Pizza burgers. What what on God's green earth is a pizza burger? It is a burger that would have some sort of uh, meat in it besides burger meat and cheese and tomato sauce on a bun. And I looked it up later and it was bologna. So it was burger, bologna, cheese, tomato sauce bun. 
That's like a child's fever dream. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's kind of like went to child's paradise. Yeah, it's like you, you. That's what I would make if I was on MasterChef Junior. They're like some kids, like I've sous vide a bunch of a bunch of lamb, or they're like, yeah, or whatever. Like I made a tapenade. I made a like I I made a milk fat reduction of blah blah blah, and I'm like. I made what I call a pizza burger. Pizza burger. <laughs> You're like the worst kid on that show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fully stained with marinara sauce all over my body. Okay. There's like burger meat in my hair. <laughs> here's what here's what MasterChef Junior should do. Yeah. And maybe MasterChef. Mm-hmm. What if um, for every, to show how good these other people are, these kids, there's one regular kid. No. <laughs> cannot keep up is completely floundering and then every time they flip to that person in that episode the music in the background is like this kid has never used an oven before because their parents are like well this is a child so i'm not gonna let them flambe something my parents don't let me around the knives (laughs) yeah (laughs) this kid is experimenting with cooking (laughs) On live yes. television. <laughs> they turn on the burner and they're like, ah! <laughs> they, they accidentally just fill the entire room with gas because they can't. They don't know how to light the thing. And then it finally a match lights. <laughs> There's a huge blaze of fire. Like the food they serve is just absolutely vile. It's just like. <laughs> What a normal kid would eat, like, if left to their own device. Like, it's, it's just, just raw like, chicken. <laughs> it's just raw chicken and a pile of Cheetos. Yeah, right. Exactly. That he found in, like, the producer's bag. <laughs> well, in their defense, it is not easy being cheesy. I think this is a good model for all reality shows like that. Oh, yeah. Just one person who's never done it before. And guess what? They're making it to the finals because they have to. That's why we're all watching. That's how the producers do it. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine like... um, Well, that's basically what American Idol was in the first couple of seasons, right? Like William Hung? Yes. God bless him. Oh, my God. Can I tell you a really embarrassing story? Yeah, please. Um, So William Hung Mania was sweeping America. The year. William Hung... 2000 and William Hung. <laughs> the time William Hung was sweeping America. And we did like a talent. Everyone knew that she bangs. Everyone knew. And um, we did an American Idol at my middle school. Uh-huh. And my friend and I did She Bangs. Uh, same style as William Hung. Wore the like little shirt he wore and stuff. Uh-huh. And then we made it to the finals. So we had to do it in front of the school. Oh, wow. And... Um, I will say that, have you ever done something in front of a crowd and in your head the entire time, there's a little voice screaming, this is embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going well. That's what happened. Yes. I was in front of the entire middle school. We had to do it. Barely knew the words. Could barely sing. Turns out something that was kind of funny on video (laughs) was not at all funny. We We should have come up with something else. And I remember like... Doing that with my friend and thinking to myself, this is the longest song I've ever heard. I did a similar thing where we lost. We got we got last place after that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I had a similar experience where my high school madrigal 
group. There he goes, it bringing was, it back. Uh, every for cabaret, which was a an evening that the choral department put on in my high school, we would split up into Madra guys and Madra girls. Mad- they really should have called themselves the Madra gals. Oh, yeah, I yeah, you would have thought, but it didn't. It didn't. Give me the number happened. of your choir director. <laughs> Ms. Moss may listen to this. She's wonderful. <laughs> I love Mossy. I've uh, got to tell her. <laughs> and so... Madrigals. I think they stopped doing it because people stopped practicing, which is the whole part of this story. Sure. Is that we had not practiced our version of Under the Sea enough. And we got out there and there's like... It was some like arrangement that we had bought from somewhere like the King Singers or something like that. And there's like a kind of like a, every part's doing a different thing, kind of breakdown okay, so section. so it was kind of hard. Yeah, it was like kind of hard, but also we hadn't practiced enough. And I was too young to be like, I was a, the only freshman. And so I couldn't be like, guys, we haven't practiced enough. Uh, they were just like, yeah, we're doing it. And we got out there and I was like, this is... Just kill me right now. Yeah. Just kill me right now. No and one you're knows like, what you they're doing. And you have to be like smiling and doing it. And everyone knows that no one knows this, both in the group and everyone around us. And I was like, we're going to get yelled at. We're going to get yelled at. And I was like. Did you get the, yelled at? And the fish plays their bass and like stuff like that. We got, we got scolded pretty oh hard. And it was God. just like the most embarrassing thing. Yes. You know, that's something they don't talk about in those movies is that like sometimes you just really fall on your face and embarrass yourself at a young age at those talent yeah, sometimes shows. Sometimes you just beef it real not hard. Not everyone who's the, not everyone's a Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, speaking of um, pizza, <laughs> Josh, what is your go-to pizza order? It's a good question. So it depends on the place, okay. obviously. So if it's a Domino's, Something like that. If I'm uh-huh. just getting like a delivery pizza. Delivery pizza. Yeah. I want like a chicken or a sausage and then like banana peppers or like a roasted red pepper kind of situation. Like a two topping pizza where you can get the deal. That's what I want on my pizza. Listeners at home, you can't see this, but Paula is dead. Paula's dead. She's died because apparently the most normal order that you can the ever most get. The normal order of a pizza restaurant. You're looking me in the eye. You're saying chicken and banana peppers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because, like, I'm not going to just get a... I mean, yeah, pepperoni's fine, but if I'm getting it for myself, I'm going to get something a little a little spicy, a little zestier. Ugh. I, I mean, good for heat. you. I'm not going to yuck your yum, but... You are yucking my yum. No, you're, look you're, at me. You're actively barfing. I love that energy for you, Josh. Sure. I sure, love sure. What is you your order, Ms. Pizza Queen? Pineapple and black olives. <laughs> you're the monster here. Why? Chicken on a pizza is a crime. Pineapple Why? and black olives are amazing together. Sweet and salty. See, I like... So, listeners at home... First off, pineapple on pizza is not a bad thing. It's fine. Thank you. It's fine. It's sweet. It's whatever. It's amazing. It's, it's delicious. Not the greatest it's preferable. Thing. It's... Wouldn't call it preferable, but it's definitely an interesting. If it's put with the right stuff, it's an interesting uh, kind of ingredient. Why is chicken on pizza a crime? It's another Ugh. meat. Do you put like? I don't know. Something about chicken on pizza that gives me like a visceral reaction. Do you just not like chicken and cheese together? Do you like? Mm, no, like, I don't like chicken. Chi- and, the, you know what? You may have hit the. You may have hit the nail. Like you on don't the like head. chicken parm or anything. No, that's a 
a chicken parm is just a chicken cheese pizza without a crust. Josh, I have always thought there's no definable reason why I don't. And I think you're right. Um, banana peppers. Yeah. Wow. I want some spice on my pizza. Um, Josh, we should touch on pizza variants. Sure. So just pizza in another form. Is that what yes. we're talking about? I'm talking pizza bagels. Calzones. Calzones. My true love in this world is pizza rolls. Really? I would, if I was allowed to, if they were at health food, I would eat nothing but pizza rolls. <laughs> Paul, you can still choose to do that. I cannot. I would die. But um, I love, I love pizza rolls. But do you think those count as pizza? No, they're calzones. They're mini calzones because they're closed off. No, any of the variants. Oh, mm, this is a good question. Mm, it depends on how we define a pizza. Because like, is it dictionary defines like, pizza? As? For example, is a dessert pizza a pizza? Yes. How is it different than a? But how is a dessert pizza different than like a cookie cake? Also pizza. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're saying that cookies are pizza? Cookies are pizza. Deal with it. Do you Build wanna, a bridge. Get do you want to die on this hill, Paula? Is the yeah. cookies are pizza? <laughs> cookies are pizza, actually. Yeah, because when I make cookies, I throw them up in the <laughs> air and I make sure that they get as wide as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're covering a cookie in your tomato sauce and cheese. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, cookies are pizza. So I would, I would say a dessert pizza is a cookie. How are you making or a dessert pizza? Or maybe a tart. Okay, I can go with a tart. It's a tart. But then that still leaves calzones, pizza rolls, pizza bagels. Yeah. So I think a calzone is a pie. Like a meat pie kind of situation. You know, like it's like You're saying that like a little British boy? Yeah, like a little British boy All right, pie. Cool. Like, yeah. Like a little Sweeney Todd kind of like have a little priest kind yes. of situation. Yes. Because you can, but that's what a calzone is. It's a meat pie. Or a cheese pie. Pizza. It's an empanada. Oh my god, it's an empanada, isn't it? A calzone is just an empanada. Okay, I can see that. A giant empanada. A giant empanada. Um, all right. All right. But then pizza bagels are still pizza. Yes, pizza bagels are still pizza. You're just using a different vehicle for them. So is matzo pizza. What in the heck is matzo pizza? It's the greatest Passover food of all time. You take a piece of matzo, you put some tomato sauce on it, you put some cheese on it, and then you bake that motherfucker. You bake that shit right up for about, I don't know how many minutes, and then you eat that matzo pizza, and it's the greatest thing in the fucking universe. That actually does sound amazing. It's amazing, because it's got the saltiness of the... It's like, you know those like really, really, really thin crust crackery like kind of uh, pizzas? Yeah. Like communion wafer pizzas? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but a better version of it, because the matzo's amazing. so good. Okay, so that's kind of your earnest tip of the week. Yeah. Eat matzo all year round. And make pizza out of it. There you go. Josh, um, I really want to touch on something I think that's really important. Okay. It's a game that um, Megan and I played on the car trip. Uh-huh. And it's called Alien Zoo. Like Slaughterhouse-Five Alien Zoo? Nope. So the, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read it. Uh, so the way <laughs> Alien Zoo works is you have been abducted. You've been taken to an alien zoo. There is no hope that you're going to come back to Earth, okay? It is a zoo in the alien world where you kind of live in a nice house, but it is like a dollhouse where it's open and they can watch you. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to pick one person, celebrity, whoever, to live with an alien zoo. So it is Slaughterhouse-Five. Don't know it. (laughs) Maybe not. Which pizza mascot are you picking (laughs) 
to live in Alien Zoo with you. First off, I want to know which celebrity you're bringing to Alien Zoo, but then I really want to dive into Pizza Mascot. Oh, man. So the thing that makes this complicated is that you have to be with them for the rest of both of your yes. corporeal lives. Yes, exactly. I know. I mean, I have my pizza answer. I mean, I have my pizza answer. Who's your pizza answer? It's Little Caesar. Pizza, pizza. That's pizza. all he's saying for eternity. <laughs> okay, For you're the right. rest you're right. of your life. You're right. Now, I would but, also... But, but he's both hot and ready. I would love... To, I have no response. I would love to discuss uh, the other pizza mascots because I guess when I search it, there's a annoyed. I think his name is. Yeah, Domino's Noid, who's this little fella. He's um kind of a large man in Ariana Grande bunny oh, ears. Oh, Jesus. Avoid the Noid, it says. Oh, is he like a Trix Rabbit kind of He might be. Character? So he might be a bad guy. Yeah. Okay, but then you can also have Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, sh- oh Charles E. Cheese. Charles E. <laughs> Cheese. Esquire. And I think in my head there were a lot more pizza mascots. <laughs> but well, let's I, make one up let's make one okay, up so, okay, there's so also the Papa John the not, Papa John. not the horrible man not the, the horrible, horrible man, man but like the the platonic Papa John who's Shaq okay Shaq is Papa John he's now the new Papa John he's the new Papa John and then who are we inventing for Pizza Hut's mascot Attila the Hut Attila the Hut Jabba the Hut Jabba would the be Hutt. better <laughs> From Star War. From from the Star War. Okay, so you have to pick to move to Alien Zoo with Pizza the Hut, <laughs> yep. which is Jabba the Hut made of cheese. Also, literally a character from Spaceballs. Perfect. Oops. <laughs> Happening. Uh, Shaq, but he's in character as Papa John the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh, the Noid, which... The catchphrase you famously have to avoid him, <laughs> and Little Caesars. Who are you going to? Who are you going to alien? Uh, who are you going to alien zoo with? Well, I can't believe this is easier for you than a celebrity. I was trying to give you the celebrity to warm it up. Yeah, but there's so many celebrities and yeah, not so true. many pizza and mascots. We had to make up two of the pizza <laughs> <Yeah>. mascots. <laughs> oh, and Chuck E. Cheese. That's five. Oh, I think. I think. Monsignor Charles E. Cheese. For mm-hmm. this reason. Okay. He turns off every once in a while. So you get that alone time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he can be fun so and you're funny. And- you chose the animatronic <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I feel like I could have some fun like tinkering around seeing if I can make him say like naughty stuff. Stuff his, like that. But his voice is like this. Yeah. It's him or Shaq. Those are the only options. Yeah. Yeah. I think Shaq is so funny. I think he's great. Yes, Shaq is very funny. Um, but Who's he's your in character as What's your answer, Paula? Oh god. Um, I think that I'm going to go with Pizza Hut. Radical. Radical. Totally tubular. Totally tubular. <laughs> Servon, bro. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. But before we go, we have one of our weekly segments. Earnest moment of the week. I had a funny idea, um, but feel free to strike it down, Paula. Sure. 
what if we I'm feeling also, generous. What if we also called them Earnmos? Ooh, Earnmos. Or Emos. All right, very cute. Yeah. Very well, cute. well, let us know what you want to we'll call them. We'll talk after this. It's early we'll enough. We'll talk to- after the mics. Okay. All right. I'm just kidding. Fine, fine. Um, I'm just kidding. I love them. If you have an earnest moment that you witnessed in your week or any other week, you can reach out to us at beingearnestpod at gmail.com or on social media. We're at beingearnestpod wherever you might think to find us. Or you can submit something on our contact form, which is at beingearnestpod.com. I've got a couple from listeners here. Yay. That sounded so sarcastic. No, it wasn't. It was real. I'm just losing my voice. All right. This one is from Stephanie. Stephanie is a longtime listener of the pod. Hi, Stephanie. Um, Thank you for listening. She said this is a bit of a long one, so I'm going to go through this. She said, hey, y'all, I wanted to share a little earnest moment I had this week. I've been watching my aunt's house and sweet dog, Chan, for the last 10 days while she's been visiting Scotland. My aunt is terminally ill and I'm her caregiver. So when she was doing well, I'm only up here when she leaves for travel. I live five hours away in Chicago. She lives in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, and while the countryside is nice, it gets lonely as hell after a few days. I've become friends with her dog walker, Courtney, and the other day, I asked her to come along with me for a banal trip to Costco. She seems stoked to come along. I mean, who doesn't love walking the aisles of Costco and collecting free snacks? Listen to our first episode where we talk about that. We love that. We love that too, Stephanie. Tiny Prince energy. And I was also grateful for the company. It was amazing i sat on every couch and lawn item they had out touched every fuzzy blanket and pillow (laughs) and of course slathered on hand sanitizer we hit every free sample stand with childlike glee on our 45 minute drive home we rambled on about ghosts ufos serial killers and all things mysterious clean hands down it was the best best box store trip i've had in a long time Oh, Stephanie, I love that one. I think that's also the best when you find someone who just like, you're like, oh, I secretly want to go like wild in the store and sit on everything and touch everything and eat everything. And when you find someone who's like, me too. Yeah. And you just kind of get that high of like, you know, when you're a kid and you've had like, you're just so excited that you feel high off it yeah like that's the feeling yeah exactly and like it's so hard to make friends as an adult it's and to be so able to hard. go from like we have pleasant conversation to like let's do things together yeah. it's so nice and Hell that's such yeah. like a good seamless transition and yeah oh i love that great um we have another earnest moment of the week from our listener and friend Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. And she says, one time in college, my friend Danny was singing You Got It Bad by Usher. Instead of singing Flowers, Cards, and Candy, he earnestly sang Flowers, Cotton, Candy with his whole soul (laughs) and was honestly surprised when we told him the actual lyrics. He's not wrong that flowers and cotton candy are welcome gifts. Oh. Okay, I love that so much. I have a uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please go ahead. I have a really relevant thing that this reminds me of. What? So my parents in college, one of their friends, um, when they were listening to the Rolling Stones' "Beast of Burden," okay, where the chorus goes like, "I'll never be your beast of burden," mm-hmm. they thought Mick Jagger was singing, "I'll never leave your pizza burning." Oh, relevant. <laughs> Very relevant to this episode. Oh, but also that's a good partner, someone who's not going to leave your pizza burning. Yeah, exactly. I think that's it. I think that's it, everybody. Thank you for 
being with us and hopefully laughing a little bit. Um, it's been, since this is so topical and this is coming out tomorrow, it's been mm-hmm. a pretty scary couple of days. Yeah. Um, to say know, the least. Yeah. yeah. To say the least. I know a lot of the people that we care about in our lives, uh, uh, their, their communities were affected by some of the, the gun violence that happened over mm-hmm. the last couple of days. So, um, we, we appreciate you taking the time to, to laugh with us a little bit and, you know, yeah. And we just, you know, we just thought we'd be remiss if we didn't, if we didn't say something and, and voice our support and, um, you know, tell you, we love you. And also to, uh, vote Vote, yeah please vote (laughs) please please Please. vote local elections matter when it adds up especially in congress and senate yeah please vote so that this stuff can't keep happening yeah as always we want to thank ryan cruz for our amazing logo she's at rb cruiser on instagram and dylan dutch he's at dylan dutch on twitter for our theme song he still has an album that just came out and it's wonderful it's really great it's go really, listen to really it really delightful give that a listen and until next week i think all we can leave you with is pizza pie pizza pie pizza <laughs> pie <laughs> thank you everybody we'll see you next week see you next week <laughs>